Welcome to Improv for the Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lee Evans. And tonight, I am joined by the incredibly talented master of temperatures, master of moving, Johnny Berger. There he is. Hey, Hey, there you are. (laughs) Hey, how's it going? Hey, it's going pretty good. How are you tonight, Johnny? Yeah, I'm great. Thanks for having me. Great. Now, our listeners need to know, where were you right before you got to the studio? Um, I jumped into a cold plunge right before getting here. Yeah. I thought that, uh, I could use a little wake up call. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, now I feel like my heart is racing. I can't feel my toes oh, no. and, uh, let's see how this goes. Like you got the, be great. You got the blood flowing, you know, yeah. you did like the Viking swim mm-hmm. or I don't know what it's called, but I, uh, you know, I've never done a cold plunge. Would you recommend it to I would. A, a novice? I totally would. I, it's a place called Den Mother. Den Mother. Santa Monica, Venice. I, and yeah, you switch off between the sauna mm. and the cold plunge. You sit in the cold plunge for about 10 minutes. It's incredible. Wow. And all of the endorphins. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you just like, okay, this is a dumb question, but do you just like sit there and just with your thoughts, right? You yeah. and the cold and your thoughts. You sit there. They recommend you take a deep breath in and then a hum out. So it's like mm. a. Mm. Do it with me at home. One more time, one more time. Lead us through that. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, it is nice. I can't imagine if I were cold, that might feel different. (laughs) We do that before class, right? You take a Yeah, that's true, yeah. Like, uh, what is it? Feet on the floor, hands in your lap, Mm -hmm. eyes closed. Yeah, that whole thing. That's basically what it is. Exhale. Then we do it one more time, and then it's the question of the day, right? Or question of the week. Right. There it is. You're right. That's a good point. So we do that. If you're an IFTP student, you're already doing that at least once a week. Exactly. At least. Yeah. So, yeah. Good yeah. point. All right. So speaking of IFTP, sure. looking at this beautiful sign behind us, uh, can you just tell us a little bit about your relationship to IFTP? Yeah. Um, I joined Improv for the People this past summer, mm. around August time. And I had a friend who was doing it for a few months, and he was insistent that I join too. Mm. He said, you have to try this. This is so up your alley. I said, oh, fine. <laughs> so uh, I did. I, f- I fell in love immediately. Um, and I've been coming ever since. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Right. And since August, you said you're fairly new. Like, that's a good amount of experience since August. I don't it's, know. It's about to be March. I guess. Yeah. I still feel like a newbie, but. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I mean, improv is, I think, like a, a lifelong thing. Like, even if you've done it for years and years and years and years, you're still learning and getting better. Yeah. I, that's how I see it. I feel like I've been improving my whole life, just not formally in a class there you go and uh we're gonna get into that a little more but before we do johnny we gotta play some three things all right so have you played three things before i have not okay so you might have uh heard like an example in class or played a game called five things really i'm just gonna give you a random category and you're gonna list three things from it off the top of your head great and uh at least a couple of them are closely related to something i could find about you on the internet so we'll see there we go okay okay so these are three things First category. This one's an easy one. Best candy. Oh, uh, I don't eat candy. This is so. Uh, oh. <laughs> okay, scratch that. Forget that. I literally had the thought. I was like, "What if he doesn't eat candy?" Right as I said it, and then lo and behold, I uh, yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, I was like the kid in class who just didn't eat candy. I ate fruits and veggies. It was really odd. All right. Well, best fruits. Green apples. Mm, nice. Mm-hmm. One. Oh, uh, mangoes. Two. And uh, bananas. Three. Very nice. Next category. Dirt bike slang. Dirt bike slang. Yeah. Uh, Hang loose. Hang loose. That's one. Keep it real, bro. (laughs) Two. 
Wahoo. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Last category. Uh, Cool things about Maryland. Mm. Uh, Terrapins. One. Uh, uh, Kickbacks. Two. And uh, and uh, football games. Three. These are three, three things. things. Oh, oh, you catch on quick. All right. Uh, so, so going back to that next category. Okay, so not a candy guy. Not the a candy first guy. category. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> just no, no candy. Is it like um, just not? Don't like the taste. Or? I don't know. Growing up, in, and uh, my parents never kept candy, candy in the house. Mm. And it's smart. Mm. I kind of felt like, oh, this is cool. Everyone's commenting about how I don't like candy. Yeah. And I just went with it. I was yeah. the guy that didn't do candy. Yeah, you became the not candy guy. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, I bet, I mean, even as a kid, you're like, huh, yeah, I'm the not candy guy. Like, that was kind of your thing. Yeah. Okay. I and I embraced it. it fully, and I committed to the bit. It was kind of like a lifelong bit. I yeah. feel like I'd love candy. Yeah. I would love, I know I would. I love, yeah. like, I like sugar. It's not like yeah. crazy. Well, yeah, I mean, there's sugar and fruit. I mean, it's the better kind of sugar. Sure. Yeah. 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 So maybe it's like. You don't know the type of man you'd be with candy. Oh my god! Yeah, honestly, you're probably better for it. Yeah, because I'm gonna say this: you have great teeth. Oh, like I'm seeing right now, and that's probably because <laughs> you haven't been in the candy game. The dentists love me. That's oh, all. Oh yeah, I bet. Yeah, they're like this guy. He's an example. This guy. They have me on the wall. Yeah, I, I bet. I'm, I'm a, a dentist uh, appointee of the of month. Oh, I believe it. Molar yeah. of the month. <laughs> Molar of the month. <laughs> like, hey Johnny, let's see that smile and. Yeah. And you're like, ding. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty great. Do you do gum? Um, I like a minty gum. Minty gum, yeah. But yeah. like, yeah. Okay. Gum, yeah, not really candy. Like minty gum, eh. Yeah. It's purposes for breath, right? Yeah. Okay. So not a candy guy, but fruit. You name some great fruits. Green apple, mango, banana. Yeah. Those are definitely all in my at least top 10 fruits for sure. Wow. Uh, you like green apples over red? This is fascinating content. Yeah, hey, this is <laughs> this is why folks are here. The big fruit debate. These are the improv, schmimprov. We're talking the, green apples. Get to the dirty stuff. Green apples. Yeah. You, you know, it's like there's two apples that I love. It's green apples. Yeah. And then pink lady apples. Mmm. And pink lady apples are like very sweet, whereas green apples, you know, you get that little tart. Are we talking like Granny Smith? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah love yeah, a good so tart apple. Yeah, it's nice. So nice. So refreshing, refreshing when it's mm. cold. You like cold things. I love cold things. Oh my, I'm learning that about cold apples. Ice cold veins. Yeah. It's in your DNA. Wow. Yeah. I'm learning a lot tonight. Maybe if candy were cold. Yes. But it's not. It's room temp at best. Right. Yeah. That's that's why I won't eat it. Yeah. I said we found it. (laughs) Okay. So mangoes, bananas, green apples, all good choices. Uh, second category, I said dirt bike slang. Mm-hmm. This might have been a miss, but why do you think I asked you about dirt bikes? I have zero idea. I, uh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> zero idea. Oh, no, yeah. that's not good. Okay. So I was on your Facebook page. Uh-huh. I did some digging. And uh, I think you had a cover photo from like 2014. Mm-hmm. It was you and maybe three other people all on dirt bikes, like kind of looking out yeah. in nature. So I was like, oh, this guy, this guy knows bikes. I think um, those were ATVs. Oh, really? Oh, boy. Well, I, I this guy does not know bikes. <laughs> uh, um, it was a family trip to Cabo. Uh, and nice. I think that's what the picture is. Yeah. So that might have been like the one time in your life you've done ATVs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. Well, <laughs> boy. You know, there was, the reason I thought I pinned you, are you kind of like an outdoorsy person? Yeah. Okay. Okay, good. I got that. 
Because I saw you were like paddleboarding in a photo. Uh-huh. And then I saw the, I guess, ATVs, not dirt bikes. Um, Next month, I'm running a Tough Mudder, which I'm wow. very excited for. Oh, yeah. I saw a picture of you covered yeah. in mud from 2012. That's another one. I was one. like, wow, he's, that was a long time ago. I wonder if he's still covered in mud. That one was in Philadelphia. Ooh. And the temperature was, I think, 30-something degrees. Cold. Cold. That's why you did That's it. That's why I did it. Yep. Where's this next one that you're doing? Here in LA. Oh, okay, so it won't be cold, probably. We'll see if I like it. Yeah, it'll be like they 65, will have five, cold 70. baths to jump in, into, so we'll see. There you go, to get the mud off. Yeah. yeah. There it is. That's really cool. Yeah. So, so you've done at least one mud run before this. Is this your second mud run, or have you done a bunch of this them? This is the second. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I come back. Very nice. You come back to the mud scene. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that's pretty exciting. So we're eating green apples. We're getting in the mud, not doing dirt bike slang. Right. But I did love the slang you came up with. Hang loose. Ah, oh, shoot. I forgot. And Wahoo. <laughs> Wahoo was so, uh, that's, you would say that, yeah. I think. I th- you'd be like, more like, Wahoo. Yeah. I think I kind of more just said Wahoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I, you know, you'd say it in some form or another. Sure. I've never been on a dirt bike, but I assume that's what one would say. Yeah. 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 So you nail it. All right. Last category. What I ask you about Maryland? I went to the University of Maryland. Mm. All right, very nice, very yeah. nice. Uh, so you know some stuff you said, Turpin? Terrapin. Terrapin? That's the school mascot. Oh, it's okay. a turtle. Turtle, Terrapin the turtle? Mm-hmm. Nice, okay, that's a cool mascot, a turtle. Yeah. I like that a lot. Uh, slow and steady wins the race. That's true, that's true. And always have your home on your back? Yeah, sure, yeah. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. All right, what uh, else did you say, Terrapin? I said kickback. Kickback. Just like, a party. Yeah. Party slang. Kickback. Yeah. East Coast. East Coast. There you go. Yeah. Nice little kickback. Yeah, I thought what, it was important for me to go to the East yeah. Coast for at least some part of my life to experience what cold is. Mm, true. Cold. You were seeking cold. it your whole life. You're like, gosh, I got to get out of here. I got to find the cold. So I can appreciate the warm. Yeah. That's true. The the, the extremes mm-hmm. on both ends. All right. So we said kickbacks, terrapin. Mm-hmm. What was that third thing? Oh, man. My memory's not good. Uh, I don't know either. <laughs> mm. You <Well>. said, <laughs> geez, I usually am so much better, but I was just so distracted by your excellent slang. Oh, thank you. And disappointed that I didn't recognize those were ATVs, but um, it's four wheels versus two. Come on. Uh, oh, well, that's all right. All right. But yeah, Maryland, you went there for school. Yeah. Pretty exciting. So did you, quick side tangent, did you grow up West Coast somewhere? I was born and raised in L.A. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. So you went to school far away and then came back. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I was one of the few who was actually born and raised here. I know. That's rare. Like there are a lot of That's rare. Yeah. I was was born in San Diego and now I'm up in LA. So I'm Californian, but- Pretty close. Not LA. Yeah. Just uh, San Diego's beautiful. Oh, yeah. It's just the best. Yeah. Not cold though. So Mm, sorry about that. I wouldn't move there. Yeah. Well, it's not cold here either. That's true. (laughs) You're kind of out of luck. Ice baths. Yeah. You're in the wrong state really for cold. Well, go to the mountains. True. Yeah. Big Bear, other parts with mountains. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, Johnny, uh, we could discuss more dirt bike slang as we're both super well versed in it. Sure. Uh, or we could discuss the merits of green versus red apples, mm. which is also a great debate. Right. Great debate. But we're here tonight for one reason mm. and one reason only. Um, and that's improv. So I want you to think back maybe to your pre-Maryland days, maybe to your post-Maryland days. I'm not sure. Um, but when was the first time in your life you kind of heard about, learned about, saw, maybe you read someone's AOL messenger status mm. that mentioned improv? When was the first time you were 
exposed to it. The first time I've ever been attracted to the idea of improv mm. um, was just through character work in movies. Mm. For example, Austin Powers, Ace oh, Ventura, yeah. Yeah. Zoolander. Oh, okay. I used to watch these movies nonstop every day. I would memorize them. Amazing. And the way that they evolve and jump into these characters. Um, and I don't know, it just, something was so funny about that to me. We don't have these kinds of movies anymore. It seems. No, we don't. Um, Anchorman was probably the last one. Oh, I would say. One of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. And then uh, I listen to, you know, other comedy podcasts, mm. include IFTP. Whoa, wait, that's, that's this podcast. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, Comedy Bang Bang is yeah. a big improv podcast I mean, that I yeah, love. It's one of the all-timers. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I don't think I ever fully realized that I could just do it, mm. you know? Yeah. I, I love, I, I think I'm a pretty sarcastic person. I, I jump into characters and I can just do a running bit with someone, but mm. I didn't realize that I can just go do it. I, I was interested in taking UCB classes for the longest time. Yeah. Um, you probably through comedy bang bang and other things you hear about that I'm exactly sure. yeah yeah I, and I went to UCB shows saw them perform a bunch of yeah. times um, but this is really the first time that I've performed and done it with people yeah well, that's amazing so growing up was like did you have like creative things you were into or like do you see yourself as a performer at all uh, I used to make movies oh okay yeah um, I made Harry Potter movies nice most famously um, most famously. <laughs> I was the boy who lived. Uh, I don't want to brag, but that was me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah. And it used to make just silly, silly movies with really no purpose other than to make people laugh. Yeah. Just to like have fun. Was that like growing up? I think uh, based off speculation, I think we're of a similar age. Yeah. Yeah. And I think probably that like rise of YouTube and all that kind of maybe inspired some of that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember uploading my first YouTube video. Very exciting. Getting yeah. like 10 views. But, oh, I've made it. You're rolling in the I did it. money. Yeah. <laughs> Influencer. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I remember, yeah, there was a time where it's just like, you can just make stuff and put it on here. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and those Harry Potter videos, like for the videos, would you, were they like parodies? Were you like recreating scenes from the movies? Fully parodies. Oh, yeah. Great. Yeah. <sighs> that sounds awesome. Yeah. Now, just out of curiosity, do those videos still exist? They do. They're still out there right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, you can find them. I wish I had found those in my research. <laughs> Dang. Dang. I gotta, I'll do some later. <laughs> Part two. Part two. We got to explore and unlock uh, your filmography. Yeah. And kind of talk us through director's commentary, if mm-hmm. you will. Yeah, like kind of a retrospective <laughs> sort of thing. Okay, so as a kid, you're like doing, yeah. you're making these videos and like just for fun, right? Because you would probably wanted to like make fun of Harry Potter a little bit. It wasn't even yeah. making fun. It was really a celebration. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I can't explain it. It just, yeah. it was just funny. Yeah. And we, we weren't like, we, we fully jumped into the character and that's why people oh, responded to yeah. it. And they thought it was funny. It wasn't like yeah. we were trying to make fun of it per se. Yeah. Um, we actually did love them. I used to have mm. Harry Potter birthday parties. So oh, it wasn't like, nice. I was, you know, I really loved Harry Potter. Yeah. So it was more just like, I love this so much. I want more of it. I'm going to make my own. Yeah. more of it and I'm going to play Harry and then I'll have my friend or my sibling or whoever jump in as Hagrid or Hermione or Ron or whatever. Exactly. Ah, it's pretty great. Yeah. It's pretty great. Um, have you been to Harry Potter world universal? I actually just went last year for the first time. Nice. Yeah. And how was that for you? It was amazing. Yeah. They, they've done a really good job. I went, place. um, during the Hollywood, I'm sorry, the, uh, Halloween scare nights. Oh, oh yeah. Halloween horror nights. Horror yeah. nights. Yeah. 
and there were dementors chasing us. Yeah. It's a great time all around. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. It's yeah, they have the Death Eaters walking around and like all that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there during Horror Nights too. Crazy. Yeah, maybe I saw you. Yeah, maybe. Oh my god, I don't that's remember why you look familiar. Oh, you saw me in line. <laughs> One of those long, long lines for yeah. the Macy's. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, man. So yeah. many lines. So many lines. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I'm a scary maze person. Mm. I've decided. I've done it a few times. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Um, I do it once a year. It's kind of a tradition at this point. Okay. I've been going for the past six years, different spots in LA. So we went to a haunted corn maze. We did some other fun experiences. Yeah. Yeah. I've done the one they have it at like the LA zoo. I don't think I've been there. Okay. I did that uh, two or three years ago, maybe pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Pretty Mm -hmm. good. Horror nights, another level. I feel like, cause it's Mm -hmm. universal. The production value is just insane. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's hard to match that, but the zoo they did a pretty good job. Okay, or not the it was at the old LA Zoo, so like the abandoned. Yeah, LA zoo. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so they did all of that there. All the dead animal ghosts. Yeah, pretty yeah, spooky. Okay. I was like, whoa, whoa, why is there a lion? <laughs> now I know why. All right, so you're making these Harry Potter videos. You're grinding out the content, mm-hmm. you know, for the brand, for the channel. Um, sure. Yeah, it's growing up, but like, were your so you're grown up. You had a you enjoyed comedy. You enjoyed these character driven films, which mm-hmm. yeah, obviously had a ton of room for improv. I mean, just those examples you listed. We're hearing Jim Carrey, Mike Myers, Will Ferrell, mm-hmm. uh, Ben Stiller, right? Oh my gosh, those movies are still golden to this day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you hadn't like that opportunity hadn't come. Did you do like performing at school or through any extracurriculars? Um, <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I did perform in one play once. Okay. And so uh, it didn't go well. <laughs> ah, that's all right. No, it, it was fine. I went to an all boys school. Okay. And, yeah. uh, you know, you got to have a girl. It's, uh, you, know, you do. And yeah, I, was the, I was the girl, which is fine. Okay, um, nice. But uh, yeah. it shows your range as I an actor. Did, I just didn't fully commit. I didn't fully jump into the character. Mm. Like I w- wish yeah. I would have. If yeah. I would have gone back, I just wish I would have gone into it. Yeah, just really like, okay, this is my part. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Um, and... Yeah. No, so what I love about improv is that it's not rehearsed. Yeah. And when it comes to plays and you get up and you have to deliver certain lines and expected to act a certain way, that freaks me out. Yeah. I mean, improv, it's no one expects anything. And yeah. that's so liberating. And that's why I love it so much. Yeah. It's a huge difference. Yeah. And it sounds like, I mean, maybe that experience with the play. Well, one being a part, you're like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> and all that. Yeah. I mean... I come from a big theater background and then having done more improv as an adult, like I, I agree that lack of structure, mm-hmm. oh man, no specific part, no lines, no blocking, you know, it's just, oh, freedom. Ah, uh, yeah, so mean, good. Even though no one in the crowd knows what you're supposed to do anyway. Yeah. Right. But it just feels like everyone knows every line, everything that you're supposed to do, mm-hmm. you're supposed to put your hand. Yeah, you better do that. Hey, uh, Johnny, I noticed you missed, uh, you missed your blocking. You didn't pick up the book. I uh, bought him a page three. We got to go back and do that again. <laughs> exactly. You're like, right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all those na- little things. That's my nightmare. Yeah. Cause you got to focus on so much else besides the scene. It feels like. Yeah. yeah. Also when it comes to uh, delivering speeches. Yeah. It's like, you know, speeches, public speaking, yeah. public speaking, all those things. Me no likey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fair, fair. What if you had to improvise a public <clears throat> speech? Then that's f- better. I think. Better. Wow. Yeah, I, I think that would be better. Okay. As like long that. as everyone knows that I'm improvising. Okay, what if they didn't? 
What if you had to improvise that it looked like you knew what you were speaking in a public speech? Um, I but, once helped out a friend with his school project mm. at his film school. And I guess he had sent us a script for the play that we were supposed to do. It was like a 30 minute play. Mm. And we, my friend and I did not get the script. Oh, no. And this is the day of the final. Oh, it's his no. final. And oh, his grade depends on our performance. Oh no. And we show up there and we're like, yeah. we don't really fully understand what we have to do. And he's like, you yeah. didn't get the script. What do you, what do you mean you didn't get the script? He's like, okay, see, so he ran through the whole plot with yes. us. He's like, okay, so this is what happens at the beginning. This is, you transition to this. These yeah. are some talking points. Yeah. And we went into it, fully improvised the whole thing. Oh my gosh. And we got him an A. Wow. Yeah. He's, the professor's <laughs> like, the writing, incredible. <laughs> Your friend's yeah. like, I didn't write a Pretty single sure word. We got that. a standing ovation. It was crazy. What? Yeah. That's so cool. Maybe it's just because even like the the stress of the situation like helped drive the two of you to like really give like this awesome performance. Like you knew where you had to get in each scene mm-hmm. and you made it happen. Yeah. Wow. That was my first improv yeah. uh, scene. Yeah. That you realized you were improvising too, I imagine. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's really cool. And it sounds like, I mean, you're a good friend for going through with that. Still being like, what script? Oh, I guess we'll do it. <laughs> like, okay, that's a lot of work. Student film, I imagine kind of one of those things. Yeah. Yep. I went to film school for a summer one time. Oh, nice. So I made a friend that way. And yeah. Yeah. That's really I, cool. I made a friend. It sounds yeah. like I just never had a friend before. Yeah. I made a friend. It was nice. I miss it. It was good. Yeah. 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 It's good. Haven't I made one that. since. <laughs> But the one time, I recommend it. Yeah. All right. So you grow up, theater, mm-hmm. making Harry Potter videos. At some point, yeah. finish high school. You're like, I'm going to the East Coast because it's cold. Mm. Uh, and anything in college you're doing that's creative or you're just kind of sticking to your major, doing your studies, focus on all that? Maybe there was an improv team at your college, but you were like, it's not on my radar yet. Um as far as creativity, I mean, I interned at a marketing agency. Hey, I mean, marketing's super creative. Yeah, and it was uh, it was like grassroots marketing for movies, Ooh. which is very exciting. Yeah, um, I got to dress up like uh, Kung Fu Panda on national <sighs> TV. Whoa, like on a talk show! Which oh, was really my. fun. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm just in the background wait, flailing my hands as yeah. the Kung Fu Panda. Yes. Um, I mean, that's great. I, yeah, I, uh, like emceed events, which is really fun. Oh yeah. So you're like doing a, some crowd movie work. screenings. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Oh, I can see you being great at that. Oh, yeah. Thanks. That just makes sense. Oh man. Okay. So that sounds like a really cool internship. Yeah. So it was Kung Fu Panda. I mean, throw that on every resume ever. That better oh, yeah. be on your LinkedIn. What's well, on my skills. Oh, Kung okay, Fu great. Panda. Yeah. Mascot yeah. work, crowd Mascot work, work, master of ceremonies. Yes. Um, Kung Fu basic like i don't know maybe you're advanced i'm not sure yeah yeah pretty yes. much yes and yeah yes and <laughs> okay so you finish college uh, i assume you come back to la um ish yeah i mean if you yeah. want to get no, the full story i yeah. i was supposed to go to new york i went to oh, okay. new york for a few months okay yeah i came home for a week or so i broke mm. my ankle oh, on man. a slip and slide that's another story dang and oh. then i had to get surgery Ended up, you know, having to learn how to walk again. Oh, wow. So then yeah. I stayed in LA. Yeah. And I met my wife that summer. Whoa. Here in LA I've been here ever since. Whoa. That's, hey. Wow. Okay. Met your wife. Okay. Wait, did you meet your wife while you were doing like rehab for your ankle? Um, I mean, yeah. Like not in the rehab center, but. Uh, I was going to say, oh my gosh, was she the nurse? <laughs> yeah. 
Like, uh, I know, but like, that, that's still pretty on cool. the side. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. But that's a great story. It's like, because I broke my ankle, yeah. I was here and I was able to meet you. And yeah. then years later, fell in love. You got married. That's awesome. I love that story. Yeah. Okay. So boom, you're married. You're in LA. You're oh, like, this is oh. my life now. And then there's a moment you're like, <clears throat> comedy mm-hmm. or no, your friend. So yeah. you said you'd been doing UCB shows. Is that something you had been doing for a while while you've been in LA, like going to see comedy shows, things like that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I love going to improv shows. Yeah. It's just the best. Ben yeah. Schwartz. Oh yeah. Ben Schwartz and friends at like the Largo. Yeah. I've been to like five of those shows. Yeah. I, uh, they're so good. Yeah. yeah. Is that like, can you tell me like some of your favorite like improv shows that you've seen or folks you've seen perform around LA? Uh, yeah. Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz. <laughs> yeah. Lauren Lapkus. Oh yeah. She's great. She's so fun. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh, there I mean, a ton. That's two great examples right yeah, here. So yeah. it sounds like you're well versed. <laughs> You've seen a lot of good live comedy in LA. Yeah. 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 And and for me, I'm a very visual learner. Mm. I like to understand why and understand why things are funny. Yeah. So when it comes to improv and just like being in class alone, like I'm just like trying to really focus on what people are doing and mm. under- really dissect why something might work or not work. Yeah. Kind of thing about the choices, like we got here, this is funny. Why, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, I like that. And you're kind of getting like scientific with the improv work, yeah, it's really cool, especially when it comes to threading. Mm. I'm kind of just because that threading is pretty new to me, yeah, especially doing it, yeah. Um, but I'm standing and I'm watching why someone's making a choice that they're making, mm. um, and yeah, like before I can jump in fully confidently, like. I need to understand why it's working or like what I need to do to make it work. Yeah. Um, I feel relatively confident when it comes to other like skit work and you know, everything else, but yeah, it's something that I'm definitely working on. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's why we're here, right? Okay. So you mentioned to me that there was a friend, right? Who was like, Hey, Hey Johnny, I think you should do some improv. Yeah. Was it just, what was his pitch to you that got you in the door? Um, I think, I mean, he knows me well Mm. and he knows that I like to do bits. Mm. And if someone comes to me with a character, I'll just naturally match tone with them. Not Mm. knowing any of the rule. Yeah. Just doing it because it's what you do. It's just what I do. Yeah. And so he's like, you have to do it. It's not a choice for you. (laughs) So I said, okay, sign me up. Yeah. And then uh, since like I've gotten a couple of friends to come here and perform. So it's been really fun. Yeah. Yeah. What was the first class you started in here? I started with Liam. Liam, okay, on Tuesday nights. Yeah, yeah. Tuesday nights, and then I did. I uh, went to Jamie, went to Matt. I've been all over the place. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it sounds like you've had a, a lot of folks. That's really cool. Yeah, and mostly, oh, I've also done one at Eva class, which is a, a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to be exposed to as much as possible. Yeah, because yeah. everyone has their own teaching style mm-hmm. and way of doing it. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good way to kind of get like become well rounded because you're like, how do you do improv? How yeah, do you do improv? it's just. It's sad because like I love the people in my class and then I leave the class and I'm like, okay, now I love these new people, but yeah. I miss those old people and it's just getting yeah. back, you know. Yeah. But be- then sometimes I'll take a makeup class in the old class. I'm like, hey, hey you know. <laughs> hey, what's up? What's up, Tuesday night? Yeah, <laughs> it's good to see you guys. Like, sorry, I'm in Wednesday now or like whatever. You're like, you're what? Yeah, you're like, you're cheating on us? Trade us. We don't want to talk to you, Johnny. <laughs> Get out of here. No improv. No, no, but. <laughs> no improv for you. <laughs> yeah. They just, uh, yeah, they get mad at you, but. I think that's really cool. So you had mentioned to me before that you feel like you had been improvising your whole life. Mm. Right? And I think you mentioned some of that. You mentioned like doing those Harry Potter videos growing up or uh, that stu- that film you did with your friend. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Do you have like other examples of that? I'm just curious. Yeah. It can be, doesn't have to be like literally like doing a performance. You know, there are so many ways that can come up, I think. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's no specific example that comes yeah, to mind. Yeah, it's just really just character work. Yeah. Just character work. Um, just being silly and, and goofy with the family and friends mm. and just jumping into accents and just like having fun. And it doesn't like for no reason, you know, yeah. Yeah. like, and that's what improv is. It's like, mm. you're just silly for no reason yeah. other than to express yourself yeah. and having a safe space to do it. Um, and with family and friends, like you obviously feel like that's a safe space for, you know? Yeah. hundred um, percent. Shows comfortability and trust. Yeah. yeah. And when you become a character, it gives you the confidence to do things that you wouldn't necessarily yeah. do. Like Johnny wouldn't do, but maybe this person that you're playing right now would. Yeah. Mm. I can, I can give example of my, everyday life sure <laughs> um, i had a presentation recently yeah and you know i was getting a little nervous before it yeah because you don't like public speaking yeah you said, <laughs> and you know i'm a, it's a few seconds before i'm about to speak yeah and i'm like getting ready i'm like clearing my throat i go on mute clear yeah. my throat a little bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i uh, and i'm like wait why am i nervous i'm the best public speaker there is in the world and that mm. was my character for that you know 30 minutes yeah. right i was like and then my heart's just went to normal pace yeah, and I was okay. The world Whoa. just like stayed still and I just became this like, you know, presenter. I was the presenter. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's cool. Yeah. So you're just like, wait, I do this in improv literally like all the time. Right. I'll just do it right now. I usually throw in a funny accent and that, you know, helps, yeah. <laughs> but not, obviously they know what my voice sounds like. Yeah. So, so that doesn't really work as <laughs> like, well. Like, welcome to the presentation. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, German's like, a good one. Oh, yeah, we are oh, so excited, yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, Johnny, tell us about the numbers from quarter four. <laughs> exactly. It's the profits better be up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm hooked right there if I'm mm-hmm. uh, someone watching. I don't know. I don't know if I could do that at work. Uh, I could try. Mm, depends on who the presentation's going to, you know? Mm-hmm. You got to know your audience. But I think that's really smart, just, like, knowing that, like, what's a character that would approach the situation and be able to just absolutely crush it. It's like in, in reality, it's still you doing the whole thing, but it's like just taking on this mindset, this improv mindset, and you're able to do or accomplish something that maybe Johnny would normally feel nervous or hesitant yeah. about. Yeah. It's like taking Johnny out of the equation. Yeah. Talking third person now because yeah. this other character is coming in. Exactly. Yeah. The, the best speech giver in the world. There That's, you go. Yeah. There you go. So you've met him. I've met him. I have. Oh, great German accent. <laughs> oh, you have, have you? Oh, it seems like a very nice guy. Oh. Such good at speeches, yeah. Such good speeches. That's is good in speech, and yeah. Just very good. <laughs> wow. What a way with words. Mm. <laughs> okay. So thinking back to that, uh, your early first improv classes. You're sitting down, Liam Clancy, that's your teacher. Mm-hmm. We've had him on a couple times in the show. Um, what were your impressions like of those first few classes? Cause you'd seen a ton of improv you've grown up, you've seen these characters in movies, you know, you've done some stuff yourself, but what was it like actually being in the improv class? Yeah. Um, I remember, well, the improv class was great and I was fully on board from the get go. Yeah. I remember fully blacking out after my first skit, you know? And then once you get that first laugh, you're just yeah. like, oh, okay, this is working. Whatever I'm, I'm doing. In, right I'm now, in. Let's, yeah. let's do it. There's no other high like that. It's just amazing. Um, but I remember getting home that night and not being able to sleep at all. I'm just on, you know, my heart's 
racing. Yeah. Especially after the one, two, three, four, five, you know, and you, yeah, you your arms in, you're just like, you're like, at, you know, your heart's going. Um, and I'm just lying in bed with my eyes wide open, head on the pillow, just could not sleep. Wired. It's totally yeah, just fully wired. So I've gotten into some routine now mm. where I have uh, like a sleepy tea. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When I get home. Yep. Um, Can I help like, yeah, listen to some mellow music. Nice, nice. Maybe read a book. Nice. Um, yeah, and then it takes me about an hour after yeah, that. To kind of like calm down. But I'm just, yeah, too uh, too wired. Yeah. It's too crazy. I and mean, it's like nothing else. I, I come in and, you know, it's two and a half hours of my heart rate just going 180 miles an hour. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. in the best way possible. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's all positive. Yeah. I think, what do you think is makes you feel more wired cold plunge improv class um pretty even pretty even. pretty even okay okay but i'll go with improv okay yeah i think so. i mean because it's two and a half hours too i don't think you're doing the cold plunge. it's definitely yeah. improv yeah by the way it's not the same yeah it's it's an hour of cold plunge versus yeah the two and a half hours but no. it's more than that it's cold plunge is easy you sit in a bath and you know you let the cold do its, know, thing. do its thing on you whereas mm. improv you're you're doing everything yeah you're I mean, doing all the work you're getting up in front of people you're partnering with someone you know you're building something sure together yeah. i mean obviously you have your partner who's doing a lot of the work too yeah but. yeah but you're sharing the load <laughs> you're heavy lifting together yeah, yeah 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 it's like a team lift yeah yeah um, i love that because it's i think sometimes hearing you talk about that i know sometimes like not that i take it for granted but it's like you got to remember like why why you're doing this and how fun it can be mm. you know instead of focusing so much like oh man that scene sucked or like you know like uh i'm mad at myself for you know doing this but it's like realizing the joy and i love that you have that like joy with an improv like you're just like i do it i get wired because it's so awesome to get to do it and like yeah i think sometimes that's something people can lose just uh, you know getting in your own head about it about the craft right because you're like oh i didn't do this my techniques my accent wasn't good blah blah blah, mm. blah but like that pure just like you know, improv makes me feel this way, and I love that. Don't yeah. lose that, Johnny, because okay. that's an awesome, beautiful thing. Oh, <laughs> don't lose it, and it makes me go. I need to. I need to like find that again. Find that spark. Well, I, yeah. I recall coming home from improv towards the beginning, and mm. I would fixate on things that I could have done yeah. better. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's. I think that's totally normal. Everyone does that on the drive. I think <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I could have made that joke or gone with the bit this way, and it would yeah. have translated better, maybe. Um. But I think now I'm in a healthier mindset where mm. if you give it your all and you really went for it, you came in with the energy and it, if it works, then great. If it doesn't, then you'll get it next time. Yeah. Best improv scene is the next one. Hey. You know? Cause it's like, Hey, what am I going to do next? I don't know yet, right. but I'm looking forward to it and I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. I like that mindset. Yeah. So long as you give it your all, I'm like, what do you have to worry about? Mm hmm. And you can move on, be ready for the next class or next show or whatever it is. Yeah. So thinking back to your time, you started in August. So you've been here like six months, mm -hmm. six, yeah, like six months. Um, how do you think you've grown as an improviser in that time? Um, I uh, have been able to trust my scene partners a lot more. Mm. I think... I came in with like, okay, I got to lift this thing and I have to take it to the finish line and yeah. which is not the way to do it at all. <laughs> um, and 
I've just, I've learned so much since mm. I've been here. Um, just tips and tricks where like if you're met, for example, if you're met with a negativity yeah. or a no, how do I make that positive? Mm. For example, I was in a class a few weeks ago and someone just, you know, he started right off the bat calling me ugly and hideous. Right. You're like, and it's hey. like, <laughs> yeah, I could have been like offended or like, yeah, you know, yeah. I could have been like, well, no, I'm not. And I'm like, nice. yes, I am. You know, like, <laughs> oh yes, I'm hideous. And you know, like, and I just described how hideous I was mm. and I was fully into like, you know, I boils all over my face mm. and I, and it, it just became so funny because yeah. it was like, I was working with him to, yeah, to really dig into this, to dig into how hideous I am. Yeah. Which like just hearing that I'm engaged, like I'm like, Oh yeah, this guy's embracing it. How, well, how ugly is he? Yeah. You know? And then there was this spark between us that formed oh. and it was just the chemistry just Start yeah. Yeah. I approach every scene. Like I don't think there should be negativity in any scene. Mm. Um I think that it's way funnier when people are getting on and like agreeing with each other. Yeah. Unless there are three people and you like you have at least two people agreeing yeah, with you each gotta other. You gotta get those point of views. Yeah. You can have alliances. Mm. But if it's two people, I, I it's usually from what I've seen and I you know, I don't know. I'm you've not seen some stuff. You've got some experience because you've watched a lot too, and yeah. that's valuable as well. Um yeah. At least, in my opinion, I think I don't think it's as funny when people don't agree with each other. Mm, yeah, that conflict. I think something I've learned is that if you do have a conflict like that, especially in a two-person scene, at some point someone needs to make the choice to like give up or like side, like especially an argument, right? Like, because otherwise the scene will just keep going with an argument, and you're like, mm. I don't want to see this. But if they like come together somehow right. through that argument, then you're like, ah, that's yeah. something. Like someone concedes. I think there are definitely exceptions to the rule, right? If it's yeah. like a status thing, maybe I yeah. can see it like a rich person, you know, or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't want to say like a blanket statement. Nothing's always true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Cause the rules are, they are rules, but they're not. Yeah. Loosey goosey. Loose. It's like, I always think of, you know, in parts of the Caribbean is like, they're more like guidelines. Really. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing with improv. They really are guidelines. Sometimes you got to bend. Sometimes you got to break, mm. but they're there to help you when you need them. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I like your approach, like positivity to the scene because one, that's more interesting, right? The negativity, we get so much of that in our lives anyway. Mm. Like, do we really need more of that in improv? Right. Probably not. And it just, you know, subverts expectations. If I'm an audience member or a class member watching your scene where you're saying like, yeah, I am. I'm so ugly. You know how ugly I am? Like, blah, blah, blah. And then you describe it. You tell me about it. You show me. I'm going to be laughing. Right. I'm going to be so interested in that scene because I'm like, that's nobody, nobody would do that. He's crazy. Like, yeah. look at that guy. And it's okay to be the ugliest person and the weirdest person when yeah, you're, especially is. when you're up on stage. It's yeah. like, that's, you that's know. what we want to see anyway. Yeah. That's why we're here. Cause to get to do those things. Yeah. So I think that's a, that's a fantastic mindset to have in your scene work. Yeah. Which also makes me, I'm like, shoot, we get to play improv in a little bit. I'm excited. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's very cool. So I think, that's a great lesson. Can you, you mentioned like tips and tricks. What are some of the tips that you've learned or picked up from folks? Um, I mean, it's very situational. Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. Um, just, uh, the biggest tip that was helpful for me mm. was going in with motive, mm. a want, yeah, objective. Some kind of thing that would guide you through the scene. Yeah. Some, even if it's just an accent, 
a character choice because mm. that's going to help you dramatically. Yeah. If you go in with an opening line of like, how was your day? Versus like, hey, how was your day? You don't really know where you're going to go with it with how was your yeah. day. But if you have like a, you know, I don't know, it just, it helps that's put true. you in this mindset of, I don't know, yeah. it shifts it. It's yeah. just, it's so helpful for me. Yeah, I think it helps influence your choices too because you're yeah. like, oh, I'm I'm this person right off the bat. And well, how does this person feel about this? Yeah, exactly. This then, person would do this in this situation. Yeah, you know, immediately gives you that information, yeah. both to you and your scene partner. Right. Yeah. So I think yeah, strong choices off the bat go a long way. Mm-hmm. A long way. That's a good tip. And just commit. Commit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, don't be afraid. Um, oftentimes, I think it's only natural. You'll sit and you'll watch your other people perform, and you're thinking, "Oh, I know what I'm gonna do." And then mm. you get up and you just do the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> like, well, <laughs> well that's that idea. Yeah. Either yeah. because someone started out with something else before you can get into it. Yeah. You know, or because something else comes to you, and yeah. oftentimes that new thing is just gonna be better. Yeah. You don't. That pre-planning usually goes out the window because mm-hmm. it's that's not what improv's about. I think you're saying committing too. I mean, you mentioned that example from when you were young, right? And you got cast in that role in that play. Mm. You're like, I wish I had committed more. And yeah. now you have the opportunity for, to commit to so many parts and so many bits. Yeah. And I think it sounds like you do that most of the time anyway. So, yeah. You learn that lesson from a young age and you're like, from now on, I'm going to commit. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. yeah. I, I do wish I can go, go back. But yeah. you know what? I'll have to do another play. You have to do I guess, yeah, that's it. Because I'm thinking about it. You mentioned plays. Like, a big part of, like, acting work, too, is, and maybe you know this, is, like, also having an objective in your mm-hmm. scene work as well. Although you have written lines on the page, right? Your character. Totally. Yeah. You know, the words they're saying, there's always something behind it. The subtext and probably an objective. Oh, in this scene, I want so-and-so to tell me they love me. I yeah. want this person to give me something, you know? That's so true. I I think there were just words on a page for me yeah. at the time. And I was in ninth grade. Well, yeah. I mean. And it was, <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, there was no real direction to like you know yeah. understand my character and yeah. i yeah but that's interesting yeah it's like you know understanding the character what they want it would really really help yeah and that works for both improv and acting mm-hmm. whether on screen or on stage yeah it's kind of the same thing i mean that's why they're so interconnected i guess but <laughs> yeah well we have a time machine okay and we're gonna go back to ninth grade oh and we're gonna Fix that right now. So okay. you got to relearn the lines. Okay. Actually, no, we're, you're just going to improvise it. I do remember the first line. Perfect. Can you, can you give us a reading of that first line? Yeah. <clears throat> Good gracious. How desolate the place looks. You can tell there hasn't been a woman around here. <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> Bravo. I say. I say. Um, what? What we could do with this place with a simple woman's touch would be incredible. <laughs> Dear Deidre, please help us. Help us, uh, I don't please. know if that was your name, but already. Was. Yeah, it was Deidre. Deidre. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> yeah. What, can I ask, what was the play? Do you remember? I don't remember. Was it like a murder mystery British? I don't know. That's yeah. the vibes I'm getting. Yeah. 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 1800s, I want to say. Oh, yeah. Perfect. That sounds like a yeah. Yeah, high school kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think my school did something like that. Now the thing is, some sort of like murder. They were British. I don't know, eighteen hundreds. I can't remember now though. Yeah, mm-hmm. dang, can't remember. But oh well, there you go. Maybe it was the same show. Who knows? Uh, Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we have literally no way to recall that information. 
Um, all right. So I got a couple more questions for you. Then we're going to do some improv. Oh, let's do it. Uh, so my second and last question, and you've touched on this a little bit, but just thinking about, I mean, in your, in your six months here and thinking about your experience, both watching and participating in improv in other ways, what do you think has been the impact of improv on your life? Uh, yeah, I'd say the biggest impact it's had on my life is really, we've touched on it, but commitment, mm. um, commit, like don't double, don't think twice about certain choices. Um, you know, if you need to get something done in work, uh, mm. you know, just you make the choice do and ask later, Yeah, you know, ask for, for forgiveness later. Um, follow through, um, just confidence too. Mm. a lot of areas in my life. Um, yeah, just be being able to become this character yeah. and have that, you know, take you through something that's hard, maybe emotionally, um, something that's hard physically, uh, like sitting in an ice bath, for example, you know, it's hard physically. I'm a block of ice. Right, you're whoever you, you whatever commit. whoever yeah. you want to be. I'm the ice man. I want to be. I'm the ice man. I'm yeah. Mr. Freeze. Nah, what are you doing? What are you doing here? Get away from the sauna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's <was> good. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think commitment and follow through are huge. And mm-hmm. I mean, just again touching on that like story you shared about that particular work meeting, like. I seriously, like I had a work meeting today where I have to give a presentation. I, yeah, I do that sometimes, but like, I just want to try like that technique, you know, mm. just like, who am I? I'm this guy. Let's hey, go. Yeah. Like, that sounds kind of fun. But also like psychologically, you know, you're tricking yourself. You are tricking yourself fully. Yeah. Um, I felt my heart rate go from beating <laughs> super fast to just totally leveling you're out. Like plateaued. And it's wild. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. Just like at a runner's like. Mm-hmm. Stable. I mean, hey, I think I think everybody should try that. If you have a presentation you give, just like try this idea of like, what character are you? You know, I am the best speech giver in the world. Mm-hmm. And you are. Decide that you are and you will be. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's a big part of it because you can use that to help give you confidence when you might not normally have it too. Sure. Yeah. Public speaking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's huge. Yeah, because I think there's not often you speak to someone and go, hey, you love public speaking, right? Like most people say they hate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things. But we all have to do that at one point or another. So it's part of life. Yeah. All right. Johnny, my last question for you. You're six months into this improv journey here at IFTP. The year is young. Uh, March is soon upon us. So think about maybe the next six months, the next 12 months, you know, whatever that is. What are some things that you'd like to work on, accomplish, maybe goals you have, maybe just things you hope to try related to, it could be improv, another creative pursuit, comedy in general. Yeah, in the next six months to a year. Um, yeah, I mean, I would love to perform. Yeah, do a show. Do a show. Absolutely. That'd be huge. Yeah. Um, and one other thing I'd love to try out is musical improv. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that I would love that. I'm hoping they bring that class back because I'd want to jump in. Cause yeah. It sounds like a lot of fun. I, I love musicals. I love wordplay, mm. rhyming, Yeah, all that. Ugh, all good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and I bet I could see it. I could see. It. I think you'd. I think you'd do well. Oh, yeah. You know what? You should do it with me. We'll see. Oh, you don't want me in that class. I'll, I'll rip, steal the spotlight. I'll rip the mic from everyone's Got hands. Yeah. Say, Give me that. I'm going again. <laughs> and then I'll just no butt everybody. Mm. Yeah, just get them out of the way. You know what? Yeah. I'll no butt 
you, which would make it a positive, I think. No. I think that's how that works. Yeah, double negative is positive, right? Yeah. Two rights don't make a... I don't know. There's that saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, two wrongs don't make a right. But in this case, they might. Two permits don't make a license. That's a clueless reference. Oh, oh yeah. That's a good movie. <laughs> that computer she has is pretty cool. <laughs> that does outfits. We don't have oh, anything yeah, that like was that. cool. Yeah. We, Why we doesn't have that nothing exist? like that. And I'm like, come on. We got all this AI. We can't even... I think they recreated that in Smart House, I want to say. Oh, Smart House. Another good movie. I remember the vacuum floors. Bring back Smart Houses. Yeah. What are we, what are we doing? What we got now? Smart Phones. Okay. Smart House, please. Make me dinner. Make me dinner. Yeah, come on. Come on. Let's go. Hurry up. Yeah. My house can't do anything except house. <laughs> Lights. Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah, I have some smart light bulbs, I guess. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Alexa's? Uh, Google. Mm. Yeah. They're not, not that they're any better. I just, you know, I trust them a little more than Amazon, I guess. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. I don't know. You got any, uh, you got any smart home accessories? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's good. You're, you're probably better for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, what can I say? I'm, a, I'm in the ecosystem, I guess, of Google. You're in it. What can you do? I like being able to yell at something and the light turns on. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. My wife hates it. It's okay. When you yell at the light yeah. to turn on. I'll be like, hey, Google, turn on the living room light. Turn on the, like, Sprite. It's, like, <laughs> it's pretty good. Oh, it it's doesn't, good. It doesn't work well for her. It's such a shame, but that's okay. Mm. Works well for me. And if I'm there. Because you say please and you're polite. Yeah. 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 She read an article. This is such a tangent. She read some article that said you're not supposed to say, you shouldn't say please after talking to, like, digital AI. assistants. Yeah. yeah, and I was like... <laughs> Who, who, who knows? Right. Who knows the right answer? Sometimes I'll say please to ChatGPT. Yeah, it's like I'm I'm asking a lot of you. Yeah, I get that. I am. Yeah, so especially if it's like more than a page. Yeah, you gotta throw in a please yeah. there. Yeah, I'm a big. Uh, I throw a lot of like Excel formulas into mm-hmm. ChatGPT because yeah. I'm like, all right, I wrote this up. Why isn't it working? Or like, mm. can I make this more efficient? Mm. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah, I'm pretty thankful for that. That's a great hack. Yeah, I'll be like, hey, thanks. Huh? Yeah. Just be like, hey, nice job. Yeah. I'll be like, okay, I don't care. <laughs> of course I did a nice job. I'm smarter than you. It's like, All right. uh, uh, of course. It hasn't right. insulted me yet. Right. Yet. Uh, I'm sure that'll come in the 4.5 or whatever the new version is. I think Elon Musk's version insults you. Oh, Grok? Grok. Yeah. That's, uh, I haven't tried that. Yeah. I don't really, I don't know. That's not like a website I mix productivity with, you know? Sure. I feel like if I'm on Twitter, I still call it Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's not productive. <laughs> you know, I'm not on there to be like, all right, Excel. So maybe yeah. I let it roast me or something. Maybe you could ask it like roast me. I think you can. Oh, great. Yeah. I know what I'm doing tonight. I'm going to get <laughs> roasted by AI. Sounds, oh boy. What am I doing with my life? I Johnny? Don't know. What am make, I doing? make better decisions. Yeah. It sounds like I need to. <laughs> All right. Well, Johnny, you ready to do some improv? Let's get it. All right. So we got three games we're going to be playing tonight. Right. Um, for this first game, oh, this is going to be a good one. It's called Family Reunion. Mm. And uh, in this scene, uh, we're at a family reunion. We'll figure out what our relationship is, but there's something. We got a beef between us. I don't know what it is, but we'll figure it out. Um, yeah. Any questions or no? Family Reunion. We have a beef. Knows. Uh, I'll black us out when we're done. Okay. 
Wow. Oh my gosh. Wow. Oh my lordy. You're really gonna just sit there, not not address the situation, like everything's cool, huh? Look, I checked the evite, you know, the Facebook event, and your name was not on it. So I thought I'd, you know, be able to cruise in, say hey to a couple cousins, you know, say hi to my great uncle, and chill. This is the 23rd family reunion that I that we have had as a family, and you think you can just leave me out? Wow. I do. I do. Look, the Deblonskis do not take to your shenanigans kindly. And even though you're one of us, the way you're acting, you're about to be none of us. <sighs> Dad, you cannot talk to me this way. I told you. I told you, Phil. Don't call me Dad no more. Call me Mr. Deblonsky. Okay, that's how it's going to be. It is, Phil. I pay rent here, okay? You do. Yeah. That's true. I and that gets me nothing, you. huh? No, gets you nothing. I, I'm about to slap you in the face. Uh, Phil, now let's no. not get physical. Okay. Please. Let's have some decorum. The Deblonskis spar with our words, not our bodies. Then I'll just say it. Say it, Phil. You want me to say it? Say it. Well, if we're being honest... We're being honest? You want me to be honest? You are not my favorite son. Okay. Phil. That's fair. That's why I was hoping you wouldn't be here. You want to know something? Yeah, I do. You're not my real dad. What? So, that's... Mom, come come tell him. Linda, get over here. I got an inquiry for you. Remember, we spar with our words. Looks like she's busy right now. But she will confirm later. She's mixing the potato salad. Mixing potato... She's so, her potato salad, let me just say something. Yeah, you do not get any of that, by the way. I pay rent here. You do. But, but, Phil, you forgot to take out the recycling last week, and I had to do it. So you know what? No potato salad for you. I'll tell your mother that. I'm going to have potato salad, and I'm going to rub it all over my chest, and you're going to like it. Phil, one, that would be obscene. Nobody wants to see your chest. Especially with all those gosh dang tattoos you got on there. What? You don't your, like my tattoos? Your body is a temple, Phil. That's one of my tattoos. A desecrated My body one. is a temple, Phil. Violated by ink. Ink. Stinking ink, Phil. All right? Look, Phil, I have a number of grievances with you. I do. But I, I, I've told you you're not my favorite son. That doesn't mean I don't love you. It's just that I got to be tougher on you with my love because you're not my favorite son. And really, well, I feel that way because uh, it's just your your career choices. Mm. I feel embarrassed to talk about. That's why I'm so angry with you, Phil. Listen, okay? Just because I decided to use my degree and do something special with my life... When nobody in this family has gone to college for the past seven generations, okay? Look, I work in, I have a trade. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I do. I am an engineer at MIT, okay? What is, it, what is so darn embarrassing about that? Because the computers are evil, Phil. Are they, they are. now? And I hate that now you've, you, you know, you did your stuff at MIT, you come back home, 
you know, you live with us, you pay rent, but you, you got all those gosh dang gizmos downstairs in the basement. These gizmos pay those bills that keep this house running, sir, okay? So I would watch your tone with me. Well, Phil, you make a good point. The uh, income that you make is sizable. Well, you sit on your butt and just watch NBC how to make a deal. I'm making a a, a, a live-in. Well, Phil, you know I got a bad quad. I do know you have a bad quad. I got a bad quad injury. Hurt, right. your, hurt your knees real bad. I did because I have a trade. You know, it was physical work, not just sitting at a desk all day being a keyboard warrior. I remember that day, us on the quads, us screaming, wahoo. It's, I got a quad injury while on the quads with you. You yeah, said, yes, sir. Hey, daddy, when you still called me that, I want to treat you to a ride in the, in the quad and the dunes. I appreciate that. I love that day up until that injury. Yeah. We used to get along so well, didn't we? We did. I was your favorite son back then. You were my favorite son. You were making the big bucks, and I didn't worry so much about them pewters. I just... I'm realizing something, Phil. I... You know, I blame that quad injury on you. But to tell you the truth, I... I was in the bathroom during the orientation. What? I missed the orientation. You missed my orientation? For the quad riding, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I know you were you were leading that orientation to make sure we'd all be safe. Daddy. For that year's family reunion. So this is why you can't walk, and that's why you've built up so much resentment towards me. It is, son. Because I blame you for my quad injury. Oh. Even though... Uh, is my fault. I was taking a, a right proper, well, well, number two. What if I can engineer you some new body parts and you, get you going again? You do that for me, Phil? Yeah, I would. Phil, you're my favorite son again. <sighs> Blackout! <laughs> there it is. I mean, we did get a little negative there. Oh, yeah. Um, but I remembered what you said about coming together at the end and why it'd be important. So I, you know, I tried for us to bring it together and get to that first place sun grand, or, you know, sun uh, material. It was beautiful. It's beautiful. I shed a tear. Yeah, I did too. The Doblonskis, you know, they've been through a lot with that quad quad injury. <laughs> quad quad injury. But uh, yeah, they came back. Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So let's move on to our next yeah, game. Yeah, let's shall do we? it. Yeah. Uh, this next game, uh, it is called Shakespearean scene. And uh, you and I shall be performing a Shakespearean scene uh, in the style of Shakespeare. Mm. I will give us uh, the suggestion of a location. And then, uh, yeah, we'll take it from there. Yeah, any questions about this one? Yeah. We're just performing a Shakespeare scene. In a, a particular location, <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So we are... Oh, man. Oh, this is good. We're at, a, we're at the firehouse. Mm. Yeah, we're at the firehouse. That's our location. This is uh, the firehouse in the style of one William Shakespeare. Two hoes or not two hoes? Mm. That is the question, Thelonious. Yes. Is life but a stream of water that constantly ebbs and flows in many directions? You must think about the water and life itself, Farango. 
and how it works together in unity. You are right. And pray, I, Farongo, shall my stream join with that stream of another, a lover, a woman perhaps, who I hope to wed. Farongo, hush your lips for now, for that woman is mine. Dare I say, the one whose stream I desire to merge, the delta with which I hope to find, has laid before me this entire time. Farongo, just like a fire blazes and raises to the sky, so does my love and yearning for this Lady Macbeth. And now the smoke finally clears, and doth before my eyes I do see a beauteous, beauteous lady. Didith now can make it known to yourself that I would love it again after the tragedies that have befallen upon me in my bitter life. Nay. Nay, these tragedies are but behind you, a fire now extinguished, but I shall break the doors of your heart with my axe. Ding, 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 goes my heart. Let me in. When I see this lady, it brings me to tears. Farongo, you must let me have her, for this is the only thing that can quench my desires. She shall be yours. Farongo, you would do this for me? I would. Now pray, my dear friend. All this talk of smoke and flame and water has left me betwixt, confused, even lost. Are you not to clarify for one's own thought? Art thou the lover that I seek, or do we speak of another? Thou hast lost me in your words completely, but I shall reiterate what I feel in this moment to make known, to don't pronounce you, for you have been my closest friend since childbirth, when we were joined at the hip, Aye. Farango. Aye. For we shared a heartbeat, Farango. Aye, we did. And I met you for the first time coming out of the womb, Farango. Now, as we enter this stage of brotherhood and life. Aye. Thou shall not get in my way, and thou will not get in my way, for we are the Farango brothers, and we can always share. We can, and we shall. Like a fire crew, share this house, this ladder, this pull, so too us brothers can share a lover. Macbarth. Macbarth. Oh, beauteous Macbarth. It just brings me to tears thinking about her beauty. The way she has those moles all over her nose. Beauteous. And how I wish, as as smoke doth wet my eyes, so too does her visage. Mole upon mole upon mole, I pray and hope and dream and wish to touch one mole. Mole, mole, mole. You make me feel whole. So you remembered our song? I do. McBarf, you you have have my heart. And before I darf, we 
just part. Wow. That's beautiful. You know what? These words. Yes, Farang. Speak it thus, and it shall be. These words have meant a lot to me throughout the years. Aye. Thus, I will let you have McBarf to yourself. It is the only thing that I must do. Brother, joined at hip and spread apart since. I cannot take such a gift, such a treasure, nay, such a blessing from God's own hand upon to us from you. It would not be my place. I am not giving away my shot. And and then McBarf, forever how I think that none of us can have her, for we are clearly two lovebirds sickened by this disease that is tearing us apart. We must kill McBarf so that we must never be tempted again by her treacherous ways to pull at our heartstrings and let us not live our lives. Yes. Brother, if neither you nor I may have her hand, so too shall none other on this earth, on God's own land, none shall love. No one can have McBarth if we cannot have her. Yes. And so McBarth shall lay to rest. A love once had, but now is gone. Rest in peace, McBarth. For now, you're sleeping with the fishes. And one day soon, Faranga's twin shall join thee in thy dirty earth. (laughs) And we will all unite under the heavenly stars and live our days in the jungles of Terabithia. Indeed. And you and I, brother, shall enjoy... Jungle trees girth. Blackout. <laughs> oh, that was fun. We love girth. Don't oh, we? we love girth. I was trying. I was like, oh, I guess we should try and rhyme, huh? I was like, right, Shakespeare, iambic pentameter. If unless you're doing mm. a free verse style yeah. Shakespeare, which we were for a little bit, but yeah. you know, we got some structure in there too. I yeah, I can't say I was following any type of verse uh, structure. Free verse, but. Yeah, one of Shakespeare's I went with my heart. texts. At the end of the day, you just have to go with your heart. Didn't William? Mm, so true. So true. Beautiful. Beautiful. Did you do that because of my love of plays? Uh, you decided to really. Yeah, I just get thought you know you know Johnny looks like a Shakespeare guy. Yeah. Like I see you and I go, oh that guy's a real shakehead. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just deep into Willie's work. Mm-hmm. I so, go to yeah Shakespeare in Love. Yeah, Shakespeare in the Park. Oh, favorite movie. It. Yeah, Shakespeare in Love, like you said, or any uh, Shakespeare adaptation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. I could see it. She's the Man is probably... It's the best one. One of the better ones. Yeah. Oh, so good. Amanda Bynes in her peak. So good. What a sad, sad story. Because she's such a comedic talent. I know. So good. I mean, the Amanda show, that's my first improv, really. Watching, right? Definitely as a kid, like seeing that on Nickelodeon. Yeah. That show was awesome. Her character work was amazing. Yeah. It's... I hope that, I don't know what she's up to now, but I hope maybe someone can help her kind of get back on track and maybe she could perform again because we're really, she's so gifted. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So funny. I, I, yeah, I have no idea. I hope she's doing okay. Yeah. I have, I have no idea. No idea. But dang. They really messed her up and it's, uh, it's not right. 
<laughs> All right. She's such a, this is, you know, someone has a gift. Everyone has a gift. You, t- you, you take care of that. You help them mm-hmm. take care of it. You don't ruin it. You don't exploit it. <laughs> Come on, Nickelodeon. Child actors. Yeah. You know? Some bad stuff. Yeah. It's not the kid's fault. Well, on that note, you want to do another improv game? Yeah. <laughs> Child actors. Um, okay. So this last game, Johnny, that we're going to be playing, um, I've realized this is just like taking the format. I've never seen this movie, but I know the name. You know, inter- there's a movie called Interview with a Vampire. The movie? Yeah. yeah sure. Well, I've never seen it. Okay. No, I think Johnny have I. Depp's in it. But uh, you know, that just made me think about, uh, this game is called Monster Interview. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to give you a type of monster that you're going to be. Okay. And uh, we're going to sit down. Yeah. We're going to interview. Oh, great. Because we got... The people have a ton of questions. Are you playing yourself? Uh, I will be playing some sort of interviewer, yes. Kind Got of. I, loosely based off me or maybe a bit more of a newscaster type character. See where it goes. Yeah. You're coming on to my talk show. We're going to interview you because the, the public demands answers. So uh, you're going to be a werewolf, mm. right? You're coming to the show and we're going to chat about that. What's that like? All that? All right. So here we go. I'll box that when we're done. Welcome back to Those Who Live Among Us. On this show, we interview local towns members, and today we're joined by a very interesting member of our community here in Puckatawney, Pennsylvania. Uh, we've got Walter. Uh, Walter's joining us today, uh, coming on down. Luckily, a little fun fact about Walter. Walter, can you tell us uh, what makes you unique? Um, um, mm-hmm. Excuse me, it's clear my throat, aren't I? Yeah, of course. Yes. <laughs> what makes me unique? Well, would it be the claws coming out of my fingernails? Whoa! Uh, look at those claws. Camera A, zoom in on those claws. It's going to scratch someone as I am. Oh, yes. scary. Oh. Or um, my obtrusive spine coming out of my back. That does I look, know. I was going to say, dude, you might have a touch the scoliosis. Sure. Yeah. Oh, I am tw- 12 feet tall. You are so, 12 feet tall. That's true. That's you know, true. that's always uh, hard to get in the subway. Let me tell you these yeah. parts of town. So uh, <laughs> I believe it. Very difficult. Uh, but as far as uniqueness, you know, I, I'm a, at the end of the day, I'm a lovable guy. I love taking long walks on the beach. Uh, just trying to find Mrs. Right, Mrs. you know, right. it's, it's yeah. so hard to date in LA. It is. It's so Very tough. difficult. Yeah. 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 And uh, for those of you at home, uh, Walter is single right now. So just I'm something very single and ready to tingle, if oh. you know what I'm oh. saying. Yes. Now, uh, Walter, I don't want to state the obvious, but uh, you are a werewolf. Yes. And you know what? Well, where person? Where person? My mistake. Please. I apologize. Werewolf is only a few days out of the month, yes, right? You're right? And then I right. shrink back to human form. Right. You happen to catch me on a Thursday, and it's the the thirty first, and the right. full moon is out. It so. is. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's the end well, of the month. What can you do? Yeah. What it's can you do? Poor scheduling. Talk to my manager. <laughs> I know they really. Mm. Well, you know, I think it's I think it's good you're here. You know that you're coming out. You're comfortable in this um, in this version of you. Mm. Because right. you know, I think people are so quick to judge. Yes, and uh, you know, this shows that you're not scared to be like, "Hey, this is me." This Sometimes is I'm me. this. You know, uh, sometimes I'm this. I talked to my boy Frankenstein, right? Yeah. Oh, he yeah. is locked up in his house all day. He can't so go sad. inside. He's so so insecure. And I'm like, buddy, buddy, you're beautiful. You have those shiny little bolts coming out of your neck. So cool. That is so cool. Yeah. Right? What would Tisa say say about that, right? They'd say, whoa, buddy, you're lighting up the scanner. Lighting up the scanner, right? Yeah. It's, it's just, 
you have to find that what makes you you, right? Yeah. So it's uh, it's it's been a journey. I'm not going to say it was always easy. When I was ravaged by that hideous werewolf, That's a terrible accident. You, everyone knows the story, but I'll yeah. I'll give a quick sum yeah, up. When just, I was 13 yeah. years old, I was well, perusing through the forests of Libya. Yeah, and. Course. uh uh, I was doing abroad. a camping trip, studying abroad yeah. at 13 years old, and I encountered this, this werewolf. I happened to be there on a full moon, and it it just tore me apart. And mm. I'm laying there, right? Yeah. This is the end of my life. Oh, so sad. And suddenly, right, I just start to transform. I start howling. I oh feel gosh. good. I'm eating people. I'm living life. I'm just getting about my day. And so I've strong. never felt better, let me tell you. Wow. Wow, so strong. Oh, my gosh. That's that's an incredible story. I mean, just this, the strength of the human spirit to overcome that attack. Where person. Where person. Well, at the Where? time when you were attacked. Okay, I'll let this one slide. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I, I apologize. Right. Once. Just you. once. Strength, Everyone gets one time. The strength so. of the wear person spirit mm. to overcome this adversity sure. and really embrace it because I think you've adjusted so well. Right. And I think you you are a shining example of the wear person community. Um, they have chosen me to be the poster werewolf. Yeah. So it's been an it's been an experience. So far, I've converted fourteen hundred people, lucky people in wow. LA. You've done uh, some numbers. Done some numbers. Some we have problem. a little wear community now. Wow. Who what wear is our improv stand up? <laughs> oh, you're funny, Walton. You're funny. Uh, well, it's, that's good. Uh, yeah. You guys yeah. got a show right now around town. We do. We perform Thursday nights at the Cavern. Oh, so tonight? Yeah. You've got a show. Oh, my we gosh. Have a show. This is my warm-up, if you will. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think I'm going to try and make it out there. That sounds great. By the way, you smell divine. Please. I, I wanted to save this for the end of the interview, Wait, but I... Your, your blood type, is that O-positive I smell? Oh, you're good. You're, oh, you're really good. I was... I don't want to be too forward, but I was going to say, at the end of this interview, would you, would you be willing to... I'm ready. You you want to have sex? Oh. that That's what you're going... Are you... Oh, did you not... No, Walter, you, I wanted you to bite me. I wanted to become... Right. Uh, is that... Uh, of course. <laughs> is that... You want oh. to become a web person. Right. Yes. Uh, mm. Oh. Yeah. Gosh, the 1400 yeah. Is, is, a, is a pretty big cap. Right. Yeah. And I, yeah, it's, yeah. It's really just. Um, okay. So maybe it's like a kind of ex- exclusive group. Oh god. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. I was. I I'm so, have assumed. I, you know what? I gave signs. I yeah. gave signs. Yeah, and it's like, well, I did and you a favor. I, I brought bad. you on the show. <laughs> I feel like, bad yeah. now because yeah. you know you did these favors for me. Yeah. So you know what? It's, it's a bit I, of a quid pro quo situation. I, I, I thought. I uh, I will. I will turn you. I will turn you. Walter, oh my gosh! I find it's it's a it's a it's a it's a hassle. You're okay. not going to like it. It's going to be painful. Okay, but fine. you'll be grateful for it, and you'll live for eternity. I mean, I, you know, I'm really just thinking about the show, the longevity. I'd like to keep doing it. So, sure. attorney is a good way to make that happen. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well. Yeah. <laughs> 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 love it you're like instead of talking about it let's just do it and then yeah. you did it you just i just did it yeah yeah oh that was good i like your werewolf character thanks yeah it's a first for me yeah that was good this is strong I, I i would watch more of him in mm. different environments yeah maybe i'll bring him back 
I mean, not as a werewolf, but the voice. Just right? yeah, it's a good voice, strong accent there. Um, it can be hard to keep <clears throat> up accents long term. You know, it's something some folks struggle with. So I think you got that down. You were like, "I'm committed to this. I'm sticking with it. You didn't lose it." You know. I know someone who speaks like that. Oh yeah. Uh, it's like a family friend. Yeah. So you have it. He has like, like this English accent. Like, oh no, yeah. everybody. So, oh. So I'm yeah. just like kind of drawing inspiration from that. Yeah. So you got it. You got it in you. Um, but yeah, that was fun. Who, what, where? Who, what, where? That was. That was really good. That was, I was like, oh, genius. At the cave. I mean, wonderful venue for the where people. <laughs> yeah. So good. So good. And I love that you were correcting me on that too. You're like, mm-hmm, where people? We're humans. <laughs> we're, we're half human too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, my bad. Yeah. And you came in on a full moon. You know, yeah. So kind. So kind. Oh, well. Um, wow. So, Johnny, um, any last words, last thoughts, final uh, I don't know anything that you want to leave us with before we conclude tonight's episode. Um, just be yourself or maybe don't, or maybe don't, you know, yeah. Be whoever you want to be. Yeah. I know that was very contradictory, but if yourself is the person that you want to be, then go for it. But, uh, I think that you, uh, just, just, uh, jump out of your comfort zone. Mm. Um, bring energy, bring life to any situation you're in, whether it's improv or you're meeting people or, you know, you're trying to find someone to meet, whatever it is. I, you know, I think people are naturally, they gravitate towards energy Mm. and providing that safe space for people to express themselves. Yeah. And it's very true in life and in improv too. It's like providing that space for someone to thrive so if that means that you're taking a backseat in your skit and like letting someone else shine or, you know, whatever it is to help them succeed, because when they succeed, you succeed. It's like something that just goes back and forth. Yeah. That's wonderful. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Cause yeah, if they succeed, you succeed. That's, that's life right there. Yeah. You know what? And even, you know, be yourself or if you're not quite the person you want to be, you can work to become that person. Just fake it. Yeah. Just fake it till fake you make it. it. Yes. And eventually you will. You will make it. Yeah. Wise words, Johnny. Thank you. Thank you so much to Johnny Berger for coming on this week's episode of Improv for the Podcast. Uh, As always, thank you so much for listening. You can find us anywhere there's podcasts. And uh, as always, we'll be back next week with another episode. But until then, we'll see you next time.